guys, welcome to another episode of the Mashup 233. It's your girl Fafa here. We are talking about sexual harassment and sexual abuse. And I have with me here a survivor who would share her experience, how she's been coping, and just some words of comfort for anyone out there who may have experienced this or is experiencing this. So let's get into it. Hi girl. Hello. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. How's your week been for oh, you? Oh, you know, the week just started. Mm. Uh, Monday was hectic, but today's a holiday, so I'm grateful for that. Okay. So where do we start? Would you help us? I mean, if we talk about sexual harassment, sexual abuse, what 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 are we talking about? What does it mean in, in simple terms? Um sexual abuse can come in so many ways. Um, it starts from, you know, harassment, you know, making the victim uncomfortable with sexual activities and, you know, all of that. It starts from um, as little as, I don't want to use the word little, but people don't consider it a big deal. It starts from things like, you know, um, somebody's walking and you're catcalling here. It's, it's not considered a sexual harassment, but I think it is. It starts from there and, you know, touching without consent and babe and, you know, the abuse goes on and on. It's a very broad subject. Okay. While trying to understand um, what we are talking about here, I, I think I came across some statistics which indicated that at least one out of five women have experienced abuse, like the extreme case of abuse, which is rape. One out of five, every five group of women have experienced that. And I found that, I don't know how to describe it, but I found that a bit scary. Because I do know that even this figure is just a figure that represents the people who come out. It's only a figure that represents the people who come forward to report um these cases or speak about it so i'm thinking one out of five women of reported cases if we're adding the numbers of the quiet ones the silenced ones the ones who couldn't be i wouldn't say bold because it, it, it takes more than that so the ones who were just unable to speak up i i, I think that it's it's a bit sad that people have to go through that but you have been on the other side of such an inhumane act i just want you to briefly you know take us through how it was for you the whole like the experience you don't have to go into details and give us everything but just briefly tell us what you experienced Okay, so it happened at a time where my parents were unavailable. Um, my dad was always busy with work and my mother had traveled to the village because her mother just died and she was helping with the funeral preparations as the firstborn child. And so I was in class three then 
and then and my how siblings. Old, how old were you? I was like seven or eight. Okay. I was in class three then, and I was the only one among my siblings who was still in primary school. The rest were in secondary school. So we had this lesson teacher who was teaching i think primary or secondary can't remember but he was teaching us. so he when they close from when they close when we close from school he picks me and brings me home whilst because my other siblings are still in secondary school they close later so he brings me home to teach me before they come back and he teaches them as well and so it started one day where he told me to open my pants and that was how it went on and on for I think like six months. My mother was still not back because she was still helping. And when she comes back, she comes back to the house. She will spend like a weekend and go back. Mm. My father was still very much unavailable. So um, it got to a point where it really got to me because I was always bleeding. I was always in pain. I couldn't walk well. So one day, I think I was trying to cross the road and I fell. And so our neighbor downstairs who had a shop, she was in a shop when she saw me fall. Mm. She called me and she was like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I walk? Because it was like, it was so obvious that I shouldn't have fallen. I should have just crossed the road. Mm. And so I told her, when I told her, she asked me if my mom was around. I told her my mom wasn't around. What, what, What exactly did you tell her? Did you tell her the teacher had abused you because i'm thinking at age seven age eight you might not necessarily be able to put to words exactly that experience so what i I want i just want to understand how you were feeling or how you described the experience at that age so at that moment i was in excruciating pain Mm. i was really in a lot of pain so i told her that i'm having pains in my vagina Mm. And that was all I told her. And mm. I think she just took my word for it. And she yeah. probably thought, like, I went to play, I fell, and then I hurt myself there. Yeah. So she didn't ask any, like, you know, detailed question. Yeah. So um, that weekend, my mother came back. And she came back Saturday night. I was asleep when she came back. Sunday, she we were all preparing for church. Mm. And so I was wasting time in the bathroom. I think I remember that. I was wasting time in the bathroom. And my mother came to the bathroom to bath for me because I was wasting time and then she saw me bleeding and she took me to the hospital mm. so um, that was how my mom found out about everything mm. and when she found out I told her and she was like why didn't I tell her all this while because she's been coming and you know when the man was doing these things to me he was telling me scary things like I shouldn't tell my mother mm. if I tell my parents something bad will happen to me and something will happen to them so you know I was holding on to his words mm. and and it this went here. on for like six, six, months. six months. Yeah. Was this like every day or it was just like any time he felt like it within the six months? So, you know, sometimes my brother may be sick. My sister may come home with me. Mm. So when there's somebody else in the house, it mm. wouldn't happen. But as long as I am alone with him, mm. it would definitely happen. So sorry about that. And... I'm just thinking about your age then because personally I haven't experienced that extreme case but I've had I've been harassed physically like I was touched inappropriately and all that and at the time I was 12 13 and 
it took me years to fully embrace or understand what happened then because i think at the time when it happened i was more confused than anything i was confused and trying to wrap my head around what happened you know so it took me time to understand what it was and and it even took me time to accept or understand that it was having an effect on me in one way or the other and that was me at what's 12 13 so i'm just i'm just putting myself in your shoes like if i was seven or eight like you were I don't know what I would have thought because that's like a foreign feeling to you at a young age. Like someone doing that to you at such a young time. I, I want you to tell me how you felt. Like, the, especially for the first time it happened. Were you confused? Were you... Did you want to ask him what this was about? Or did you feel like talking to someone to like maybe make a sense of what happened so um at first i was confused mm. i when the, the first time it happened i was in a lot of pain i was confused i wanted to talk to my siblings i wanted to talk to my parents so bad about it but like i said i was threatened Um, i couldn't sometimes i think about it most of the time, I won't lie to you, I think about it when I'm in pain. Because mm-hmm. most of the time, I want to take my mind off it. I don't want to think about it. Sometimes, um, actually when it's weekdays, because it's weekdays, you teach me. Mm-hmm. When we are approaching, you know, closing period, I will be sad. I'll be very sad because I know that this thing is about to happen. So then I was confused. I was sad. I didn't know how to approach it. If I, I didn't even know what was happening to me till... My parents took it up and um, uh, there was this female teacher then that decided to be my friend because of it. And she was always talking to me and all of that. Mm -hmm. So it was when she started talking to me that I now realized that, okay, so this is what was happening to me. Because at a point, it felt like punishment. So... When he's doing it to me, I would ask him, what What have I done? What have I done this time around? Mm. And yeah, that was how it felt for me. So after you went to the, after your mom took you to the hospital and you told her about it, what what was her next line of action? What, she, what did she do? Okay, so I told you that day was a Sunday. Mm. Next day was a Monday. And Monday, that day, my mother went to the school to tear the school down (laughs) she she went there she was screaming so you know we have this morning assembly and all of that my mommy specifically went that time she went to throw tantrums she went to you know shout on the man accuse the man in front of like the whole school and all of that Mm. told parents who were available at that time what was going on but something crazy happened that period so the man came out to say that me i'm a bad girl and i asked for it i wanted it he would be on his own i would go to him and you say that about seven year old like it was crazy and i'm i'm yes to even blow your mind (laughs) I'm yes to blow your mind. When he said that, he also said things like, I want to also point that this man is a married man with two children, a okay. boy and a girl. Okay. And he's a pastor. Oh. Yeah, he's a pastor. So I think that day he was even heading the assembly. He was 
it was praying that time when my mom went there so um he went around to tell people that he reported me and me i was always disturbing him i wouldn't let him go and so because i wanted it he gave it to me oh at least i like i i appreciate the fact that he didn't deny it because okay, we've, we've had instances where the men will say it didn't happen at mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. or the men will say the woman is just making things up so it's actually to an extent it's actually good that he 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 accepted responsibility because every sane person i don't think any sane person will believe what he was saying that what a seven-year-old wanted it if even if a seven-year-old wanted something like that you are the adult here so yes i'm sorry to catch you there but please go on <laughs> yeah you said um no sane person will believe him <laughs> apparently half of the school believed him oh wow yes so a lot of um male teachers believed him and took his side and so um i think my father wanted to take it to the police station mm. but the school intervened and he didn't go to the police instead they sacked him Okay. They sacked him, and when he was sacked, I think he was a good, in quotes, good teacher to everybody. I became hated in the school. Mm. So that's that particular time I left. My mom had to remove me because I was being bullied in school. Everybody was like, it was because of you. Like you did this evil thing to this man. You forced him to have his way with you and then he did and you went to go and report him and now he has been sacked because of you. I had male lecturers tell me funny things in class. I was bullied at a point. So I told my mother and they removed me from the school. And that's how I left that particular school. So your your parents never took the um, police route or taking it up? Everything was settled in our sitting room. I remember vividly the owner of the school came and uh, his wife was there. Mm. He was around. And then he still said that same story in the house. I think he tried to repeat that same story. And my dad, my dad went physical with him. Mm. And so after everything, he was sacked. And that's all I remember. I think my dad, um, I don't know if it's appropriate for me to mention the church he attends. No, I don't think you should yeah. mention So my dad went to his church mm. to um, go and report him. Mm. My dad did that. He said he did that for the sake of little girls that will also be in his church. And you yeah. know, he's a teacher. So he was also yes. a Sunday school teacher. Mm. And I don't know. I don't know how that went. I don't know if he was sacked from the church too as well. By no school, he was sacked. Okay. Looking back now, because I'm sure at that age, whatever, however they dealt with it, you might not have, you didn't have a lot of control then. But looking back now, do you think that your parents should have gone the long route and like make sure that the Lord dealt with him? Because if he was sacked from the school, um, 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 this is me assuming here, that he was sacked from that school, but he could have gone to teach in another school. And there are girls in that school as well. So looking back and knowing what you know now, do you think that your parents should have, you know, not just listened to what the community wanted or not just focus on the settlements in the school. And, I mean, gone to the police to report. Yeah, I think my parents, like, looking at the whole thing that happened in the past Mm. and it's now and the trauma I've gone through, 
all this week, yes, I think he being sacked from the school was very minimal, was was not even a punishment to me. I think he should have taken it to the police, he should have been arrested, he should have been tried in court, you know, sent to jail. I, mean, I think he being sacked from the school was just very little because he'll go to another school. Yeah. So was that like, after that experience, that was at age seven, after age seven, you went through primary school, like you said, you experienced bullying at some point and you had to switch schools. How was it like for you going through primary school through to junior high and then just life after that episode generally how has it been for you so after that episode my parents decided that all my lesson teachers all of us um, i mean my siblings as well mm. would have female lesson teachers mm. so we had female lesson teachers and every school i went to um my mother would always ask and i think yeah i think it was a good thing for me she would always ask okay so my daughter is in class four mm-hmm. is your class four teacher male or female mm. i mean if it's male my mom would say well, i won't go to that school it had to be a female teacher. I'd have I'd have to give it to your mom and your dad for for how they handled the whole thing. Cause I've heard stories of how some parents reacted to 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 their children opening up about something like that. Some of them hardly say their kids are lying. Some would just rubbish it like you are young what do you know about this are you sure this is what happened so it's it's actually refreshing to know that your parents actually believed you and they actually made some efforts to to like deal with it with it with the situation that's actually refreshing to hear because i've 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 had people friends and people i know who, who have gone through this and it's even been years they've been unable to tell their parents and people close to them because they are not sure how they are going to handle it so it's actually good to know that your parents took some action to 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 an extent so after basic school after high school till now have you experienced any such thing again yeah i've experienced that um the university i'm in right now i experienced too at um shs as well same was it full length rape or it was um other forms of harassment um investing was just other forms of harassment by stitches it was you know rape sorry about that had to go through that again mm-hmm. like was it the case that this person was also your teacher or was it a colleague student okay so i never knew this person um, the only thing I know about this person, the person's tribe, because okay, it was two people. It was a night. I, I was, um, I was writing, um, Wasi at that time, and I think I was going for lessons, evening lessons, and it happened on a bush lonely road was that like night. An attack on yeah, you. it was an attack on me and a friend, but the friend ran for mm. it. I couldn't run, so I was caught, and you know, it happened. So I don't even know these people. I never met them again. And did you at least report? I know you didn't know them, but like it was an attack. It was a criminal attack. So did you at least report them, or you just because you didn't know them, you just felt like you know what? There's no way. 
I'll be able to describe them anyway. So let me just let this go. So I didn't report. I didn't tell a soul. You didn't tell your mom? I didn't tell my mom. I felt um, the one when they knew the person, they couldn't mm. do much. They only got him sacked. And to talk more of, they don't even know, know this person. People. And if you say, okay, let's go to his um, his house or anything. I don't know where he stays. Let's go to the place where it happened. We'd go there and won't meet anybody. So mm. I said to let it go and it had become sort of like normal in my life. So, you know. That's, that's, that's sad to hear. No one... No one has to ever feel like such such an inhumane act is normal. Because I know it's hard. I know it's not like deliberate for you to think like that. But I mean, I'm sure if I, if I was in your shoes, I would have felt the same way. But I just feel like it's... It's... It's, it's, it's just sad that would have to get to that point where you know what there's little it's like you have little control over the situation so you just be like okay this is just another day to suffer something like that but after that experience i mean after the two experiences and like you've 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 explained you've had other issues of harassment i'm sure probably this this has to do with being touched inappropriately and all that. So, how have you been dealing with the whole thing? You know, because like you you said, for the first the first one, you 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 had little control over your mind because obviously you were young and you were confused and you you thought that it was a punishment because this was someone who was teaching you. So you felt like this is punishment for something something you do not even know and the second one you didn't you didn't know them at all and so you just because it had happened to you before you just felt like this is just another instance and you 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 didn't know them so you didn't think it was even going to go anywhere so moving away from especially these two big instances in your life how have you been coping because at age seven, you didn't have a lot of control. You didn't know what to do. But I'm sure at SHS level or even after, you've gone ahead to probably read or be more acquainted with information about um, these um, unfortunate incidents. So how have you been able to, on your own, I'm saying on your own, because I know that most most often than not you speak to people and people try to help but it's really a battle or it's really a difficult place to be on your own it's really something you only you know how it feels like only you um will go the full length to sort of make yourself feel better so how have you been dealing with it so I like to think that I have not healed. In fact, I know I have not healed. Um, there's no formula to this thing, to healing. Sometimes you just be there and it hits you. Like till today, if I'm watching a movie and there's a rape scene, I absolutely cannot watch it. Mm. It would trigger a lot of memories and would just make me sad the whole month. Mm. And so I've tried speaking with a therapist. Mm. Um, 
it made me worse because I had to relieve a lot of experiences mm. and all of that. And since then, I I think I've closed my mind to talking to therapists about things like this. So I don't know how I have been coping with this, honestly. I just make sure I don't come across things that would trigger me. Mm. Like I said, rape scenes in movies, yeah. I absolutely do not watch. So if... Um, I remember there was a time my friend recommended a movie to me and she didn't tell me that there was a rape scene there and I came across it. I think for that whole month, it was so sad. I was self-harming. I was mm -hmm. harming myself and that's, that's sad. it was sad. It was sad. So I don't think um, I have healed. I don't think um, I have healed the way people would expect me to. After all, it's been a long time. And that's absolutely fine. Like, I don't think... I don't think you should put pressure on yourself or I don't think I just feel like it should be at your own pace because like like I mentioned early on I I I honestly do not think it's something that leaves you entirely. Uh, why am I I'm saying this because like I said I have I have not been there. I have not been through what you've been through but I've experienced other forms of harassment and even that it's never off my mind like it's always there with you so that's how come i can say that i don't think it's it's an easy walk in the park for you to move away from that experience so i i don't know i just want to say that for you and for every other warrior out there who may have experienced this I just want you guys not to put a lot of pressure on yourself. I don't want you to feel like you have to get this out of your mind or you have to move away from this or you have to heal. It's a good thing if you eventually heal from the experiences. But I don't think that you are doing anything wrong. I don't, I don't want you to feel like you are doing anything wrong just because... You've not healed entirely. It's trust me. It's not about you. It's not. It's not. It has nothing to do up with you. It's not your fault that you you went through that, and it's not your fault that you are having a difficult time dealing with it. So, by all means, take your time and um, go through the process. Take your time, one day at a time. Do what works for you. It's. It's. I just find it sad that you have to resort to self-harm and i think that that corrects me if i'm wrong but i i think that self-harm comes from the first experience where what you thought or what you felt was that that experience was punishment for you and it was a painful experience so anytime you you remember that the only thing you can think of is to to harm yourself because you feel like this is punishment for something. Something you don't even know because there's actually nothing anyways. So, I I appreciate the fact that you are able to talk about this. I appreciate the fact that you are honest enough to admit that you've not entirely healed from the experience. And there's no how-to or there's no template on how other people can deal with this. But I'm sure you've you've tried some things. Maybe you've read books. 
you mentioned that you you, you tried therapy, which we are not very pleased with because you had to relieve the experience. But do you think that if if you had to go through therapy again or talk to someone without having to relieve the experience, do you think it would be better for you? And I don't know how I would talk to somebody about it and not relieve the, ex- the experience. <laughs> like it's always going to be there. It's part of me. It's, in fact, when I'm thinking of it, that is all. I feel the pain hmm. talking about it. And I think I wasn't just ready for therapy, and everybody was like therapy, therapy, therapy. So, okay. yeah. So it was even even it was very very hard opening up to my therapist, and mm. I did, and I started having nightmares, and this morning I think about it, and I start crying, and I know it was not going to be a walk in the park, you know, the whole te- therapy thing, but I think I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for it. So people talk to therapists and they get better yeah. but i think i wasn't just ready and i rushed the whole thing so do you think that you're going to get to the point where you feel like it'll be a decision you take on your own that okay just for me now i feel like i need to talk to someone or i feel like i should talk to someone is it something is there a place you think you would get to Mm, right now i don't know i don't okay if it's a place i'll get so it's definitely not now okay like the far future what would you like to say to anyone out there who may have heard your story who may have listened to you and have experienced first of all what would you like to say to people most especially women out there i know that rape is not something rape or harassment is not something that happens to you because you did anything wrong like i know there are lots of theories out there people are like you wore this you did this that's a lot of uh, i don't want to use the word but it's no fault of whoever is on the receiving end of such an unfortunate incident but do you think that there's anything like a precautionary measure that women or people generally because men get abused too do you think there is any precautionary measure people should take like if I'm making reference to the first instance where you were younger, do you think if your parents were there, if your parents were present, do you think it would have prevented it? Like, just briefly. Um, if my parents were there, I think my mother would have noticed the first time I bled. Mm. So, yeah, it wouldn't have been as long as six months. Yeah. So... Honestly, I don't think there's a precautionary measure to take if somebody has you in mind to, you know, physically assault you, mm. they would. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. So I think what we should do instead is educate people mm-hmm. um, on the need for consent. Yeah. If she says no, she means no. If he says no, he means no. So I think people should just understand what concert is all about and should always learn to take people's yes and their no's. Mm. Um, I don't think telling you to wear particular clothes because me, I was seven. I was, I didn't have anything to, yeah. you know, hide or you get it. So I think that is it. And you also said um, what I have to say to, you know, warriors out there. You know, sexual assaults hurt in ways that we don't understand. 
like if you just be there and your mood would change um i wish people would would report more and i wish the justice system in the country would do better because like you said at the beginning when you look at the figures like i was doing a story recently and I looked at the figures and I wasn't pleased and I found out that the, the figures are actually little compared to how it is in reality. Mm. The cases are significantly underreported. And so I think people have lost hope in the judiciary system and mm. I think something has to be done about that. Um, maybe set up a new body that would specifically look into this, you know, equip them with resources to actually do that. But to sexual assault victims, I just want them to know that it would be fine. Honestly, I don't know how to say it because everybody has their own way of, of you know, of dealing it. with it. Some people rather not talk about it and they are fine yeah. and all of that. I just want them to know that it wasn't their fault that mm-hmm. somebody tried to do that to them. It wasn't, they were, um, it's not even a punishment because they did nothing wrong. They were just living, existing and it happened to them and I'm truly sorry and in your own time you would heal. They should just take their time. All right. Thank you very much for having this conversation with us. I know how difficult it is for you to have to relive the experience. So we really appreciate the fact that you were able to do this and I hope that someone I hope that it helps someone out there. I I I hope that it helps someone out there to know that they are not alone. They might not be speaking about it and that's absolutely fine. You don't have to talk when you don't want to. But just know that there's someone out there who relates to what you are feeling. That's someone in that space with you as well, although you may not know them. So just take it one day at a time. Don't be pressured into dealing with it in a way that you know you are uncomfortable with. Just do you. And I sincerely hope that you are able to move away from that face. And I sincerely hope that you do not live blaming yourself because, sweetheart, it's not your it's not your fault. You didn't do anything wrong. Whoever did that to you, it's on them and not you. So this is where we wrap up on the mashup 233 till next time peace out